Are you feeling defeated from constantly trying to change your body? Do you wake up feeling tired and unmotivated? You know you need to take care of your wellness, but you just can't handle another perceived failure in this area. I can totally relate. That was me when I was trying to cut through the noise of diet culture, but just didn't know any other way to approach health and wellness. That's why I created In His Image Wellness Collective, a community of women dedicated to stewarding their wellness for the glory of God, showing up in life with more energy, more excitement for life, more boldness in their calling, more patience with themselves and others. I want to invite you to join our collective and really work on total person wellness, mind, body, spirit. Email me at CarlaArgesWellness at gmail.com to learn more about this amazing community of women pursuing whole wellness together. You don't have to do this alone. When you join, you'll get access to an incredible workout and nutrition platform, weekly meal plan inspiration, weekly devotionals, a weekly prayer meeting over Zoom, daily support and guidance, a private group for accountability, and so much more. Again, you can email me at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com for more information. I cannot wait to hear from you. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to our first bonus episode of season five. Can you believe we are here already in the new year? 2023. And I'm so excited that this bonus episode is with my friend, Amy Elaine, writer, author, speaker, and just a wonderful IG friend that I love to follow um, and get so much encouragement from her on the squares in IG. So welcome to Affirming Truth, Amy. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me and I'm excited to be with you today. Yeah. So Amy and I talked about a few different things to cover today because she is just such a wealth of information and wisdom and just has such a heart for God. And one of the things that really stood out to me that I feel like sometimes we don't talk enough about is delay. Like many of us think that it's the new year and we got to start running and get everything done. And the truth is our walk with Jesus doesn't necessarily follow the calendar or our expectations or our, our timelines. And we often have to go through delay. So where is God in that? How do we manage through that? I would just love to hear your heart on the topic. Gosh, I think, you know, with the new year that sometimes we feel so much pressure to 
have everything together and get this great start running, you know, from the beginning of the first of the year. And many of us are hanging on to some doubt and disappointment from last year that's chasing us into the new year. And I think that a lot of that centers around delay. We can feel like we are behind. We can feel like we didn't get accomplished what we thought we would. We're not starting off where, you know, with everything, all our ducks in a row and everything situated like we want to because there's such a big pressure to have everything ready for the new year with that fresh start and everything. And some of us are still hanging on to what happened last year and just trying to get our um the ground beneath us solid so Mm -hmm. i think it's so important to talk about just how we can find god in our delay and disappointment and really take on the new year with a fresh perspective and step into all that god has for us And, you know, this topic is so timely for me specifically because I've been called into a season of waiting and waiting feels a lot like delay, right? Like we're in the wilderness, the promised land is across the river, but God is taking us the long way around. There is delay and I'm coming to learn that delay is often a blessing, but it's so hard to see in the moment, isn't it? How do we reorient our heart in the delay? I think that the very first thing that we have to do is we have to get our time synced up with God's time. Because Mm -hmm. when we are looking at a calendar and a new year and uh, all of the earthly things that we manage our time with, we do feel like we're in a waiting season, like we're in delay, like we haven't reached that place that we were hoping to or whatever that looks like for each of us. And yes, the waiting seasons do feel so much like delay and wilderness for absolutely 100% sure. And I think that when we can begin to get our eyes off of the natural, off of the, the the clock that we see, all the timing, all the things that we see. We are inundated daily with messages uh, from our phone, from a calendar, from apps, and just the calendar hanging on the wall in our phone everywhere that tell us that we're late and we're not on time. But really, if we can, number one, first, get on God's time, we begin to displace that that pressure and Mm -hmm. all of the weighty stuff that we don't even need to carry. I think that one of the things that I have learned a lot about is with this timing and God's timing, there's two types of time in the Bible. There's Kairos time, which is God's timing. And there's Kronos time. That's that chronological time that we tick off, we mark off on the calendar, we put the X's on the calendar, things like that. We watch the clock, we play in our days. And it's really important to have time and goals and a way to mark our time. But when it comes to God's plans for our lives, I think that we have to sync up our mental, our heart clock with him, with his timing, because his timing is so different. We, um, 
you can look at 2 Peter 3, 8, and 9, that right at the top of, in my Bible says, on delay or, or delay. You know, it's all about delay. And it says, do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. I think I read that scripture wrong for, I don't know, forever. Because when I looked at it recently, I was surprised that it said a thousand, one day is as a thousand years, not a thousand days, a thousand years. It's Mm. even bigger than what I had thought my whole life. You know, I looked at that, I revisited that scripture and I think I've quoted it wrong, you know, half my life. (laughs) And I was like, wow, it's even bigger than that. And things are always bigger with God. He has such a wealth of abundance set out for us. And when we can let go of what we see as a perceived delay and take it on as a blessing, like you said, we begin to have just this freedom that we can walk in and we can turn that delay into a blessing, a, an adventure, a place where we can thrive instead of getting all disappointed and discouraged and filled with doubt. I love that. An adventure, find the adventure in the delay. What about the woman though, that is disappointed, right? She had dreams, she had goals, you know, she feels like she put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it. And it just has not happened. God has not opened the doors. How would you counsel her to deal with that discouragement and disappointment? You know, Carla, I have spent the last year and three months dreaming of something that I thought was going to happen and it didn't Mm. all the time, all, everything pointed to all these, this stuff that was going to happen. And it was going to set out a way for me to be able to really be more involved in ministry and more out there in, in the ways that I wanted to be without the disruptions of having to work full time. I work Mm. a 40, 50 hour job for my husband's company. And we thought that our company was going to sell. And we spent this year and three months in the process of it. We thinking it was going to happen. And at the end of the, the journey, we said, no, it wasn't that they didn't make an offer. They, we just said, no, it wasn't the right fit. When we got to the end, after all that dreaming mm. and all that planning. So I, I'm kind of there right now and how Mm. to counsel a woman who is in that place. I have been really running to Psalm five, three, that says something like every morning you will hear my voice, Lord. I will lay out the pieces of my life before you and wait for your fire to fall. And that's not an exact, um, reading of that yes. scripture, but Psalm 5.3. And it basically says that every morning that I am running to God, before I swing my feet out of the bed, I literally pray that I come before him and I lay out the pieces of my life because I 
thought that they were all going to be in this place. And I had, I had orchestrated all these things that I thought were going to happen and they didn't. So I am in a season of disappointment, Carla. I can absolutely relate. So how would I counsel that, that woman? I would say that you can run to the Lord because he is faithful and he will hold that disappointment and he will give you new eyes for it. And one of the scriptures that I often go back to, and I've held on to this for quite some time, John 13, seven says, you don't understand now what I am doing, but one day you will. Mm. And I've been waiting for something else in my life since around 2018 with my prodigal. And I found that verse around that time. And I just keep going back to that verse. You don't understand now. You can't see all that he is doing, all that God is doing. We cannot see, but he will give us eyes of faith. He will stir up our faith if we will just constantly go back to him and just say, I don't understand. I am disappointed. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait anymore. And he will meet us in that place of discouragement and give us new eyes and he will refresh us. It, it doesn't always feel like that. That is not just a uh, word, you know, that I'm, I'm quoting Bible scripture around. No, I have lived this. I have walked this. I have gotten up out of bed and allowed him to take the disappointment and, and redirect my day. I love that. I think sometimes we forget that God can handle our tough emotions, right? We think we can only go to God with thanksgiving and gratitude, but no, he wants all of us. He wants our disappointments and our heartbreaks. And we forget that Jesus was fully human while he was fully God, that he experienced every range of human emotion. Like he can identify with our disappointment and our discouragement and offer so much hope and healing in the midst of that. I love that. You know, I noticed when you were talking about how you thought you had everything lined up and you had orchestrated everything, it was bringing to mind this picture that God often, you know, kind of like gently weighs his finger at that it's about us orchestrating things. When we feel like we are, you know, struggling at that delay. It's because we like to give ourselves the illusion that we have control. We want to orchestrate it. We actually want to be God over our life. And it takes this humbling and surrender and submission to God to fully embrace that delay as the adventure like you described. It does. It takes such a, a really, it's humbling to be able to allow him to hold up our plans because really they were never our plans in the first place. And Mm -hmm. I think I heard myself saying that it's so funny that you picked up on that because I was like, I, he reminded me as I was saying that, like I had done all this stuff. I had all this stuff arranged. I, I heard him even in that moment when I was saying that to you, I think it's so funny that you picked it up because I heard him in that moment going, not your plans, not your plans. And I, 
it reminds me of Isaiah 55, eight through nine. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. And it's just so true. I, I think it's funny. I think we forget that God has a sense of humor and he does, he does laugh with us and just say, you know what? It's not your, it, it's supposed to be my, I'm supposed to be orchestrating these things. Yes. Like nice plan, Carla, but I've got something <laughs> different in mind. <laughs> and it's better by the way. <laughs> yes. You know, that's one thing too, that I, I have to remind myself in the delays that if I want to truly live in God's will, which is the best place to be where there's fullness of joy and peace and hope. If I want to live in that place, that means I have to surrender to God's time and I have to be willing to go at his pace. And if you look at the story of the Bible, and if you look at the story of redemption, God's not in a hurry. God has no. all of eternity. He's not in a hurry. If you look from when uh, Eden into Bethlehem, there was some time between that. He's not in a hurry. He's not, Carla, but the most beautiful thing is, is that he can see the whole big picture. He does have the whole picture that we don't get to see. And I think it's so interesting that you pointed that out because if you, I started talking about second Peter three, eight, nine, and that second part of that verse says, the Lord is not slow about his promise as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing for any to perish, mm -hmm. but for all to come to repentance. And his whole thing, the whole Bible is about redemption, like you just pointed out. And God is not slow. He is not off time. We think he's slow, but he's not. He has this great, big, beautiful, grand plan for our redemption. And he is, he wants us to walk it out with him. Mm-hmm. And I always have to remind myself too, that God's not surprised. Sometimes when my plans fall apart and I'm surprised and I didn't see it coming and there's a curveball thrown my way and it kind of knocks me off my game. God's not knocked off his game. He's not surprised. No, he is not surprised at all. And you know, I, one thing that I think we always are so self-centered and mm -hmm. self focused yes. that we forget that our delay may be for someone else's deliverance. Mm. And I wrote that out as I was preparing for our time together today. And I was like, whoa, yes, because that last part of that, that verse that I was just saying says that um, he wants all to come to repentance. So our delay, what we see as a delay may really be a plan for somebody else's deliverance mm -hmm. through what's going on in our life. And when we can either show others what it's like to stay faithful and to continue to trust God in our own weight, then somehow our story and what they see going on in us brings about a breakthrough or deliverance or something so needed for them. And if we knew 
what God was doing, if we knew that he was planning and preparing to bless somebody else, we would be happy to wait. I Mm -hmm. think mostly, Mm -hmm. usually, sometimes. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Our delay can be someone else's deliverance. That is so beautiful. You've got to write that down, find a way to get it into your next book or something, because <laughs> that is that is the soundbite. That is so beautiful. Any other words of hope as we wrap up for the woman in the delay, in the wait? You know, I think that what I would say, if I was sitting across from the table from you or from a sweet woman who is so tired and so weary of the waiting and of the delay and what feels like she's been circling that mountain forever and going around and around and nothing is changing. I know what that feels like. And I would just say, let me take your hand. Let me just look you in the eyes and say, I get it. You are not alone. Mm. You are not alone in this. And just to hang on a little bit longer, just uh, in a few weeks ago, I put out a, a reel that talked about how God showed up for me when I literally threw some prayer requests in the trash can. Cause I was just like, I'm done. They're never going to happen. And I, God gently reminded me, he was like, no, hope again, hope again. And I pulled the wadded up piece of paper out and, you know, flattened it back out, straightened it back out. And I was like, okay, Lord, I will hope again. I will hope again because you are my hope. And he's always on time. And he's always always on time. time. That's so great. Where can my friends find you? On Instagram and Facebook, I am at the handle at Amy Elaine Writes, A-M-Y-E-L-A-I-N-E Writes, R-I-T-E-S. That's what I do a lot is write. Yes. And then, um, you can also find me on uh, my website at amyelaine.com. Everything I do is Amy Elaine, so you can find me that way. And we'll put that all in the show notes called Becoming a Victory Girl, Staking Your Claim in the Kingdom. And it's just a short and powerful, I think, book about spiritual warfare. And people have told me that they have kept it in their purse or in their car during hard seasons. It's a quick quick read. It's full of scripture. And it will point you towards victory in Jesus. Can they get that on your website or on Amazon? There's definitely a link to it on my website. It's sold through Amazon. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time, Amy, and just for pouring so much wisdom and hope and encouragement into us. And knowing that if we're starting this new year with delay, God's coming and he'll be on time. Absolutely. That is the truth. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a delight to just chat with you and to talk about all the goodness, just the goodness of God. Amen. Thanks for joining me today. 
I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.